Oh wow! Um, let's talk about like, it. Let's unpack that. Let's unpack that. What's going? What happened? He was just a terrible yep. manipulator. Manipulator. Acted like somebody she wasn't. Female narcissist. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I, you know, I thought I was a narcissist, but no, she lied to me about her age for a whole year. Mind Wait, you. how did you not know her age? Wait, how was she younger or older than she said she was? Younger. And it took you a year to figure it out. Yeah, I'm stupid because I, I had no. Don't call yourself stupid. Don't do that. Don't call yourself stupid because I mean I just want to know like how was she able to hide it for so long? I'm not doubting that she's able to. Yeah, I don't know. It's just maybe I trusted her a little too much than I thought I should have. You know. Mm-hmm. That they, they you hit on that. You hit on something, bro. And you you know, hit on something. I, I, I believed everything she lied about too. It's like. And I took it. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, you know, I, yeah. you know, I'll take it. I'll take. I'll take it until I couldn't take it no more. I feel you. I feel you because I, 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 I'll tell you what. You sound. You sound like somebody like me. How, whenever you, you know, you get to liking somebody, just out of default, I have a tendency to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, based on developing a level of rapport with them. And if I like them, then boom, you know, I, I'll openly trust. But I'm then just it's, like that. It's Unless important. you give me a reason not to trust you, then yeah. like and I think that's why now I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like I'm guarded. Like it takes me a yeah. while yeah. to like, okay, yeah. you're cool. I could be myself with you type type of deal. Yes. Like um, and it's yeah. because of situations like that. I'm and hey, you know, mm-hmm. so you know what I told her? I'm like, tell me the truth, even if it hurts. We can work it out. Yeah. You know, we can yeah. get through this. Tell me the truth, even mm-hmm. if it hurts. Why do you still got to lie? She kept continuing to lie. Mm-hmm. Why do you got to lie? What do you get out of it? Mm-hmm. Like, and mm-hmm. she lies to her friends. Like, she tells her friends she's a whole different person than who she really is. You know? Oh, she don't. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Female narcissist. I hear that. Yeah. That's definitely what that is. Um, narcissistic oh, yeah. people it's a mental disorder and a lot of people don't even yep. realize that narcissism is a mental disorder it's yes, not something it you can fix it's not something they can fix if they it's, want to it's clinical narcissists and go to therapy and seek ways to realize when they're being a narcissist with people that's the only way they can really get around it but there's no medication to make them better there's no you real way she made me believe I was a narcissist. So I'm like, okay, let me go get some help. I set up a therapy. I'm going to therapy myself, right? But at the same time, we're not together. You know what she's doing? I was drinking, smoking, hanging with friends. And I, well, I'm trying to really fix the problem that she said I had. But at the same time, I realized I'm a much calmer person. I'm a much calmer person without her. I don't have the anger issues mm-hmm. I had when I was with her. You know, Absolutely. And all that anger became, became, became her, you know, stacking these lies on top of each other repeatedly, you know? Mm. It's like, I feel so yeah. much better because, like, I know, yeah. she, I know, you know, what to do her. Like, I know I can't be like now, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And look, I and, definitely and, and it, yeah, yeah. I, I want to definitely um, share. You're losing your mind. Like, they'll have you yep. thinking you're crazy. Because I've been yep. there. I've been in multiple narcissistic relationships. And a lot of mm-hmm. them have similar traits. Like, they do a lot of yep. the same things. 
Um, yep. They'll do the uh, the reversal of energy where like they're the ones that are acting crazy, but then somehow they flip the script and now they have you hollering and screaming and acting crazy, and you're trying to figure out how you got there, and now it's like rever- it's reversed or like you'll go to them with a problem and they'll combat that problem with saying a problem about you or something they don't like yeah. about you or you know and it's like mm-hmm. it's always a mind game with them because it's about control yeah. it's about what That's can right. I make this person do what can I make this person mm-hmm. believe what can I make this person mm-hmm. say to make them do and say what I want them to do and say like it's all a mind game it's like they like playing the puppet master Mm-hmm. Like spot on. Took the words out of my mouth. Yep, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There's another term also in psychology. It's called borderline personality disorder (BPD), and it's closely associates associates with narcissism, and it also overlaps. There are some overlaps with that, but it you're talking about somebody who has also ze- no empathy. Although they might give you the impression that they empathize and they can actually have um, empathy for you, that's a front. But in down in the the, they really don't know how to empathize, and so that's why they can easily do something to harm you, and they don't even care, and they it doesn't even affect them at all. And look, this is an example for narcissism. One day we're, you know, we're arguing. I'm like, we argue because I was like, why are you going to go to, I I get it, she's your friend Trinity, but I understand she has all these other guys over here. I said, that's cool. Can I trust you? Is that okay? I'm like, why can't I come with? You know, y'all hanging out and doing y'all thing. Why can't I be a part of it? Oh, because she don't like you. She never met me. She don't even know me. She's never Mm. even met me. She don't know me. Oh, and then it was, oh, because you look at her all the time. I'm like, she, uh, she never even met me. And you know what's crazy? She went over there that night and then, you know, said a whole bunch of lies, this and that. And then later, because her friend was getting skeptical of her and what she was saying and what was true and what was not, her best friend texted me and it was like, okay, how is it really? Because I've only been getting one side of the story. I really thought you were a bad person. And I told her, I'm like, you know, like both of our stories came together and, you know, I, I, I fixed the pieces and it was like, He's like, wow, she really is not the best person. Like, she really lied. She lies about everything. Like, she lies about mm-hmm. who she is. She lies about mm-hmm. who she is. She tries to... Oh, yeah. Why, why instead of acting better, you know, acting better about yourself, why don't you be better, you know? She's not going over here getting counseling like I am. She don't even want to get a job. I, I was gone with her within a week. I got two jobs already, two full-time jobs. I'm already working on what I need to do. I'm going to therapy, which I really, you know, honestly, okay, maybe my... My anxiety, you know, that's it. My anxiety from what she put me through. I always constantly mm-hmm. think, you know, what, what next? What next? What's going to happen? I always think the worst, you know, because of what she put mm-hmm. me through. And I her constantly about a relationship. I've been there. I've been there multiple times. Narcissistic Love. people tend to be very insecure. So that yeah. is why oh they lie. And that is why they come up with stories to make themselves feel better or feel good or Mm -hmm. to make other people. Because one, they're very insecure, but two, they never want people to look at them like they're a bad person or things are their fault because they 
really care about what other people think a lot. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot. So it's all about image. So they will yeah. put up this image of themselves being a certain way so that they can look to the public like they're a certain way. But behind closed doors, they're complete fucking monsters. Yeah. yeah the same thing is, when we, every time you woke up, I don't go on social media posting this and posting that, talking shit about her. No, I don't do that. I keep it to myself. Whatever happened, happened, you know what I'm saying? She reaches out to everybody for attention. And the thing, the thing is, I went to an interview, right? It's a small town. I went to an interview. Her grandma passed away two years ago. Mind you that. I was interviewing the dude, and he was like, oh, you live in Kenny. Kenny is the town we lived in. Mind you, there's only about 400 people. You know, everybody's going to know each other. And I was like, I was like, he's like, oh, do you know? I was like, oh, do you know my girlfriend? Or no, he mentioned it to me. He was like, oh, do you know Turtle? And mind you, that was her grandma that passed away two years ago. Mind you, we only been together for two years. And he was like, oh, yeah, I know her grandma. I also know Maya. Yeah, yeah, I know her. That was my ex's name. So, yeah, I know her. I was like, okay, I'm just going to talk to her about it. You know, I brought it up nicely. I'm like, so how does he know you, you know? Just how does this guy know you? And she's like, you're lying. You're just making it up. You're, you're doing, you're, 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 you're crazy. You're mental. Why would you make that up? I'm like, well, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, well, like, how would, why would I make that up? And how would someone know who your grandma is when she's been gone for over two years? They come up, I've, I've given up trying to understand. I, like, I understand how they think and how they operate, but I've given up trying to understand the why, if that makes sense, because there is no why. Um, until they're ready to admit that they're very insecure and yeah. they don't know who they are and that they are narcissistic or that they do have narcissistic traits and that they do need help for it, which most narcissistic people will never admit that. Admit so it, right. It's like a it's a hopeless cause. The best advice I could give is protect yourself. Now you kind of yep. know the red flags of what a narcissistic person does and what it looks like. So you can use that in the future for your next relationship or the next person you're trying to get to know or get close to. Now you know what to look for. Now you know, okay, if they start doing this, this, and this, that's a red flag that that might be a narcissistic person. Look, now now I think of it, you know, I think of it as, you know, I'm starting over, but I'm also starting with experience, you know? I'm not starting completely mm-hmm. over. You know, I, I'm starting from a new perspective. <clears throat> that's what's that's up. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. Good, and that's a positive outlook to have, to have on it. Yep. You know? And you don't realize you're a strong individual. Don't ever call yourself stupid. Don't ever call yourself Mm -hmm. slow or anything like that because of what you've been through. Because people don't realize people, it's easy for people to be like, oh, you're dumb for staying with somebody like that. Or you're, it's easy easy Mm -hmm. for people on the outside to judge the inside. But it takes Mm -hmm. a very strong person to deal with people like that. Yeah, absolutely. A weak-minded person, they could make that person actually lose their fucking mind. Like, <laughs> people don't realize a true narcissistic person will have you sitting there really second-guessing your entire life Yep. just based off of mm-hmm. manipulation and words. And people don't realize it doesn't start off real big. Like, yeah, if they started off with the most major things they could possibly do to you, of course you would leave because you're like, okay, this person's fucking nuts. But it's right. little things. It goes little by little by little, and it gradually grows 
because they're training you and molding you to think how they think. Yep. You're absolutely yeah, right. You know, another thing is, what I really realized, I was the one heartbroken. I'm, I'm, I'm the one that got my feelings hurt. She's over there. She don't mm-hmm. think about me. She because you really care. Narcissistic people yeah. can't care about They don't care. They can't empathize. That's right. They don't know how to make a connection with anything. And I can't even say with themselves. They don't even have a real connection with themselves because they don't know who they are. So it's yep. like they, they can't connect with anything real. They live yeah. in a fantasy and, world. They create their own mm-hmm. fantasy world. And they create mm-hmm. their own reality. You might yep. know the truth of a situation or issue that you're having with, with that person. But in their head, they've created this whole storyline that has nothing to do with whatever is going on. It's the weirdest mm-hmm. concept. And when, mm-hmm. she, and when she yep. really flipped her switch is when I told her, I want I want a good life. I, I, I want to I wanna start from here and build up. I want to be sober. I want to be happy. I don't want this. This is not how I want life. And you know what she said to mm-hmm. me? Oh, I get it. I just heard that you don't want me. You don't want this. That's cool. That's fine. Like, come on. Like, you know, and the more I think about it, the more, you know, I'm getting, you know, to know that it's really what it is. That's that manipulation, mm-hmm. like reverse psychology bullshit. That's yeah. That. yeah. I, I want to say the equivalent of that is the just leave me like everybody else did. Just go ahead and go yeah. and just leave me. Yeah. Like, it's intimidation. Yeah. Reverse intimidation. Like, I'm going to make you feel bad for wanting to put your mental health first. So that's that's the mm-hmm. that's the trick right there. Like every mm-hmm. every single narcissistic ex that I've ever had has pulled mm-hmm. that. Leave me like everybody else did. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm what up? Yep. Because I can't. Peace. Peace, love, and soul. <laughs> It just, it is tough, you know, because I, you know, I, you know, the longer I'm away from her, the more I realize. But at the same time, I did love that girl. I didn't want anything to do with her. I had good intentions. I had yeah. no bad intentions with her. You know, all I wanted to do I feel is you, bro. what we had, you know. And that's what I it's feel you, man. Because you genuinely are a good person. You genuinely wanted to. You probably even saw a future with this this, this girl. Mm-hmm. You genuinely yep. made a connection with her. Wanted to make something work. Yeah, it was a failed connection. She didn't make one back, and it sucks. And you know it what? You know, one thing she's trying to do right now to keep me keep me around her finger. She's trying to say she's she's pregnant with my kid, and I know damn well that's a lie. Because a week before <laughs> she went. And met somebody else so if anything that's not my kid right there's somebody else's kid yep just i agree with that that's the best way if you really want to get under a narcissist skin ignoring Mm -hmm. them is the best weapon you can have because they're looking for attention they're looking for whether it's good or bad they want a Mm -hmm. reaction they don't care what kind of Mm -hmm. reaction it is they just want one yeah the best yep. revenge against a narcissist is to not give them any reaction at all whatsoever and just ignore them. They're going to fucking drive themselves crazy. Yep, and exactly. That's one of the things that drives them crazy. At that yep. point, it's like I'm not doing anything to you. I'm just going about my life. I'm rebuilding myself yes. up from the damage you've caused and that's driving you crazy. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Moving on is the yeah. greatest damage that you can do to a narcissist but guess what that's something that you're doing for you you're not necessarily doing them to get back at them but the reality is when you move on with your life when you take responsibility and love yourself enough and respect yourself enough to move on man 
they go crazy. But guess what? That's on them. Your life is, goes on and you, you're going to have to detach. You have to detach. You know, it's crazy. Another thing, she, the reason she blocked me after she cheated, mind you, after she slept with another dude, the reason she blocked me is because I was on here talking to other females. <laughs> That's another narcissistic tactic. Oh, no, are you kidding yeah. me? It's very much, I can do, do what I want to do, but you better not but do But you can't do, you can't do what I want you to do, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm done, yeah. That's crazy. I, I'm sorry, like, y'all, y'all, y'all are so correct. Like, y'all couldn't be better. I've been there. I've been there. Look, I was there with a narcissist for, okay, we was together for almost two and a half years, and I want to say we were married for almost a year and a half out of those two and a half years. Like, he put me through the ringer. When I say mm-hmm. he put me through the ringer, I got I got a lot of narcissist tactics that I never even experienced before with him. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Like, he even did the sleep deprivation with me, which that apparently that's a rare one, I'm assuming. But mm. that's also a narcissistic tactic what where sleep deprivation is like when they basically wake you up in the middle of the night and won't allow you to go back to sleep. Like, they just babble on and on and on about nonsense yeah. things. Like, he would do that to me all the time. Like, I would be exhausted. He would keep me up for You'd like two or three days wow. at a time just talking about literally almost nothing like it would be nonsense Stupid stuff that stuff. Didn't make sense. and as soon as I would try to go back to sleep he, hey don't go to sleep wake up and he's shaking me out my sleep like wow. I would stay up for two and three days at a time with him just and he would just sit at the end of the bed and just talk and talk and talk and I couldn't go to sleep wow. or it was a fight and at that point wow. I'm tired to fight so like what I'm gonna do at that point like I literally had to come up with an escape plan to get away from him like I had literally had to come up with an entire plan to make sure that when I got away from him there was nothing he could do to me I actually have a permanent restraining order on him the judge granted me a permanent restraining order and because I have the permanent restraining order my divorce was free because that qualified me for an expedited divorce so wow yeah, it was that bad that's Wow. 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 That's cray cray, bro. I ain't never heard of that before. Never. That's yep. amazing. And the judge, like, I had all my evidence on everything, like, because I, I would, like, record everything. Like, I had video. I had voice recordings. I had nice. pictures. Um, Like, because, I mean, he would physically, he was physically abusive, too. Like, he would fight me. So, at one point, like, I had a black eye. And I oh had, like, and everything of that. And... He showed up to court. Um, I don't know if you know what a sovereign citizen is. Do y'all know what that is? Yes. Uh-huh. So sovereign I citizenship do. is like basically they believe that the laws of the land don't apply to them. And that could be kind of right. like in court because yeah. these people don't believe that the the land can govern them. So it's like it's a mm-hmm. weird kind of gray area with the court, right? On what they can and yeah. can't do. Uh-huh. So when we yep. Court to get the restraining order um he was like pretending that he believed in that shit or whatever and my lawyer was like is he serious right now like he wouldn't answer to his name like when the judge was calling his name he kept saying that's not my name that's not my name and like the judge was like okay well what is your fucking name and he was like my name's seven seven i'm like oh my god so my lawyer leans over to me and my lawyer is like, does he believe in so- sovereign citizenship? Because if so, this can get like messy. Like this can it get, can get ugly. 
And he gotta know what he's I was doing. Like, he's I stupid. He believes in that shit. I just think he's just acting crazy, like just to act crazy, like oh whatever. But he ended up like fussing with the bailiff in court. He was mm. like talking back to the judge. It was like all type of crazy stuff going on. And um, it had got to the point where my lawyer was like, well, we have evidence that we can present on everything that he's done to her in the past. And the Mm. judge was like, he was acting so crazy. The judge was like, I don't need to see it. I'm going to grant the permanent. (laughs) Like, she was like, it's okay. Y'all can keep y'all evidence. I don't need to see it. He's clearly overkill. Yeah, it will be overkill. I'm already convinced. Yeah, he convinced the judge. That he was, he was, that she was, was crazy. Like, like about th- th- four or five days ago, I had a bite mark. He, he legit bit my eyebrow and yanked my. Oh head. yeah. He started choking me. You're definitely like, dealing with a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> no, and like, and like two weeks ago, my whole arm was bruised. She ran me over with her car. She what? Oh my god! She ran me over. Her over with her car like are you okay okay i'm good but you should i have pictures of my arm my whole arm is like purple my oh my purple. god oh my god bruh bruh Mm-mm. bruh i really hope and pray and i don't know if people yeah. talk about this enough but one thing i do mm-hmm. believe i do believe that narcissistic people could be killers if you let them like i really oh do. yeah Oh I yeah, mean, so I bit my ex, but it was out of self-defense. He was putting his hands on me first. So when I say I bit him and I locked my jaws and shook like a goddamn pit bull, I fucking did. I really did. And he told me <laughs> people in that court, he was like, she bit me because I had pictures. He he bit me back in a result of me biting him to get him off of me. And I actually mm. have, I think that you can still see it. I have bite marks on my shoulder. Mm. Right here, where he bit me back. So I'm like, Mm. if I'm biting you, and he was trying to make it seem like I bit him out of for no reason, like I was attacking him. Like his story in the court, he was trying to make it seem like I was attacking him first, and he bit Mm -hmm. me in self defense. And I was like, well, if you bit me in self defense, why did you bite my back? Like, (laughs) how did you bite my back if you were biting me in self defense? He right. had his arm around me like this. So I bit into his arm and he bit me back to mm. get me to let go of his arm. Right, and that mm. shows you proof that he was behind you. Right. You know, like. Yeah, without question. One second, I'm going to grab my charger. I don't want my phone to die here. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow, 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 Kyla. I am so, so sorry you went through that kind of mess. I mean, I'm a I'm a fighter, so like yeah, that whole to me out of everything between the physical abuse, the mental abuse, and the emotional abuse, I probably would say, and people might argue with me. I feel like mental and emotional abuse can be worse than physical abuse because that's absolutely with you. Absolutely, you have to untrain your mind to get absolutely. rid of absolutely. The Scars, mind, yeah, the mind eyes, is the most, like that. yeah, that goes away, mm-hmm. like that fades, that goes away with time. Like this used to be way worse. Like you used to be able to mm-hmm. ca- basically count the teeth in the in the thing. Mm-hmm. Like this used to be uh, way worse. So mm-hmm. that phase that goes away with time. Like the mental mm-hmm. things that they put you through, like the sleep deprivation and the telling you you're not worth it or 
you know, mm-hmm. telling you, oh, I'd rather be with somebody else or, you know, just like the the mind games and the things like that sticks with you. And I feel like that can be way worse. I actually went to therapy for um, a few months after after my um, my restraining order was put in place. Um, I was offered to be able to go to free therapy. So I did because that's awesome. I, I, I fucking need it. Like I need to talk to mm-hmm. somebody who won't just tell me I was stupid for being there because mm-hmm. I had to get my escape plan together. Like it literally took me, I want to say about a good six to eight months to execute my plan. Like that's how long I was like putting everything, organizing everything in in order to be able to get away. Wow. Wow. Hey, but look, I'm going to tell you right here. I wasn't innocent. You know, I done stuff that I should not. And I'm okay with that. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm taking that road to fix that, you know, what I did wrong, you know, like no one's perfect, but it's just a thing that, like you said, like they have no empathy. They, they, they are incapable of changing. Mm-hmm. And like, really even I, like, you know, and she they're incapable of feeling when I get pissed off because of how hard she's not trying. Like, you'll be like, mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh yeah, I don't want to talk to you now because of what you did earlier. I'll apologize. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, it won't happen again. But it's like, she gets me in that cycle. You know, you're going to keep pissing me off if you keep going. Like, let's just fix this. Let's make it better. Mm-hmm. That's all I try to do. Let's make it better. What can we do? What can we change? Mm-hmm. Like, we need to, I told her, we need to change our communication. We need to change the way we need to talk to each other. We need to treat each other with respect. I tried it off. You can't change mm-hmm. because they don't want to they don't feel anything is wrong and typically narcissists surround themselves with um what's the word like yes men they surround themselves with people who tell them they're right just because they don't want any problems right they surround themselves with those type of people in my instance with my ex it was his family like his mom his sisters his brothers they would never give him wrong behind closed doors. Yeah, they had me on the side. Like we don't know why he treats you like that. He's so wrong for that. And then in his face, they act like they're scared of him. Like they're terrified of him. And mm-hmm. apparently, yeah. I was the only one that wasn't scared of him because yeah, he used to swing on me. But I guarantee there were plenty of times where I I got my I got my licks back. Like I'm I'm not. Yeah. You're not about to just beat on me. That's Tyler's not, a beast, that's not yo. She's happened. a beast, yeah, bro. You gave me a black eye, but I broke your nose. So let's not let's not go there. Like, <laughs> you're, not, you're not about to just beat on me. My daddy didn't raise no punk ass bitch. So I I'm, know that's, that's right. Not, I know that's, that's right. That's not gonna happen like that. But I know that's right. But they 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 would try to fault me for that. Like they would see him attacking me. Like and like don't like. He, there was times where he would fight me in front of his mom, his sisters, his brothers, like his whole family. And they would just sit there and let him fight me. But as soon as I started swinging back on him, that's when they wanted to come and jump in and try to hold me down and let him get his licks on me. Yep. And you know what's crazy? Is look, she got taken away from her mother when she was about four years old because her mother was a meth head, a druggie. Her mother would sell her, 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 her daughters and sons for, for drugs. Oh Mind you, I noticed this too. She would go to her grandma who raised her, right? Her grandma would be like, okay, you both need to work. You both have problems. You both need to work on this and this and this and this. And she would try to help us both out. 
But as soon as she turned 18, she started going back to her mom. And what's her mom going to do? Give her money, give her what she needs, give her what she wants. And, you know, you're never wrong. You know, you're never wrong. Because she wasn't there for most of her life. You know, she's just trying to do whatever to make her happy now. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's not the truth. But her grandma, that's why she stopped going around her grandma. She hangs around her mom more because her mom is that yes man. You know, her mom will always say yes no matter oh, what. Oh, yeah. As soon as they start, whatever. people start telling them that they're tripping, that they're crazy. Oh, they don't want to fuck with that person no more. That's a bad person. They don't want to be around that person anymore. Like, that's, that's their I'm home. open-minded. I'm open-minded, you know. If you say something, okay, I'll think about it. And then I'll, I'll look at the scenario and, you know, decide from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can understand what's wrong with me and I can understand my problems, you know? As any normal human should. That's what everybody needs to do. There's certain things, like, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. There's there's plenty of things I might do that might get on my significant other's nerves or, you know, whatever. But as a couple, that's you're supposed to be like, hey, you know what? That aggravates me. Let's work on mm-hmm. it. Hey, you know what? Yep. I don't like that. Let's work on that. Like, that's a normal mm-hmm. back and forth. But with narcissistic mm-hmm. people, when you tell them something is bothering you, it's a, oh, well, that's your fucking problem. This is who I am, and this is how I'm going to be. And yep. it is what it and is. And I don't want to hear your mess. I don't want to hear your mess. I don't care how you feel. Yeah. Like, that's just how right. they, they uh-huh. are. Uh-huh. Yep. That's how it is. Oh, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Do you? I don't care. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I still care. I'm just let you know that. I still care about you. But all right, we can we can keep our distance at the same time, you know. You know what? Yeah. And it's crazy. There's a lot of people like that out there in this world, especially when I actually yeah. I told my story about what I went through with my ex husband. So mm-hmm. many people flooded my inbox on Facebook and was like asking for help and asking for tips on how to get away from people like that. Yeah. And I'm like, not enough people are. Um, confident enough to come out and say that they're experiencing things like that or that they're going through yep. things like that. And one, yep. I have to commend you as a man to be able to come out and say that because I notice that a lot of times men definitely hold a lot of that in and don't say that they've been through things like that or they've experienced yep. things like that. So I want to commend right. you for actually being able to talk about it because that's a huge that's step right. in itself to be able to open mm-hmm. up and discuss things and about to be it. Honest, that's a yep. major step. Yeah, that's true. It's like, and another thing is, you know, I kept my peace until, you know, it don't need to be kept no more. Because every time we break up or we have an argument, she'd run to Facebook. She'd get attention from other people, you know. And I've never done that not once, you know. That's because it's all about looking for attention. Mm -hmm. I said that's because it's all about looking for attention. They need that validation. They need that. Oh, it's gonna be okay. Oh, poor baby. Oh, come here. Oh, what did he do to you? What did he do to you? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Oh, yep. it's gonna be all right. Like they need that. They need that constant yep. pat on the back. They need that yep. constant reassurance. Attention. That they're like top tier, and you're down mm-hmm. here, and like yeah. When I, cause I exposed my ex, and actually, I'm glad that I did because mm-hmm. I ended up helping somebody in doing so, and I'm gonna tell you how. Um, so when I put him out and like, it's like the gods just aligned everything the way it was supposed to when I did put him out, it was like perfect. So what ended up happening was, um, he lost his keys to the house. 
So he didn't have a key to get back in. And maybe like three days after that, um, I teach pole dancing classes. So I had a student over that I was teaching and he was just like completely showing his ass in front of her, like acting up. Like it was, it was like crazy. She's looking at me like, is he okay? I'm looking at her like, okay, look, I'm finna deal with this because this is not it right now. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna pack my things and I'm gonna leave. I guess thinking that I was supposed to stop him, right? So um I actually finish up the class with her. I walk her out the door to make sure she's okay. And I go to the bedroom. He's like, I'm gonna pack my stuff, I'm going to my car. He walked out to his car. I looked in the bedroom. He had like a little bag with a few of his things packed in it already. I saw his phone sitting on the bed and I it was like his phone, the bag, and it was something else, maybe the car keys or something. And I ran, grabbed the bag, snatched that phone, snatched those car keys. I ran to the balcony, tossed that shit over the balcony, ran back inside and locked the door. And that's how I got rid of him. And wow. um, at that point, I, I he started calling my phone. For like three days straight, he blew my phone up back to back to back to back. He was calling from his phone number, his sister's phone numbers, um, his mom's number. He was calling from any phone number he could get his hands on. And it was to the point where um, he was calling my phone so much that it was like shutting my phone down. Like I couldn't use my phone. So I'm blocking all the numbers that he's calling from, but he keeps popping up with these new numbers. Like I can't do anything on my phone. He's calling so much. My phone is like burning hot when I touch it. Like it's like, it's, like he's tripping, like he's shutting my phone off. So I text him and I'm like, if you don't leave me alone, I'm gonna post all the videos, all the pictures, all the messages, all the evidence I have on everything you've ever done to me these last few years. Like leave me alone. So. He texts me back and he was like, uh, yo, you don't have a, basically he was like, you don't have a fucking guts. You don't have a balls to fucking do it. I'm like, bet. I posted the shit. So when I posted <laughs> it, <laughs> so when I don't laugh, like for real. So when I posted it, um, oh my God. all of his yes men came out the woodworks. Like all of his childhood friends that he grew up with. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're just posting that for clout. And, da -da 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 and all this stuff and he's not like that and I don't believe now mind you one of those men that is commenting on my post one he threatened my life he was like when I see you I'm basically basically he was like when I see you I'm gonna shoot you on some shit like that mm -hmm. yeah. but it's the same guy he's saying that but he's the same friend that messaged me because they had spent a weekend together one time or whatever. And he messaged me after that weekend and was like, we need to get him some help. So at one point in time, I actually got him committed to a mental health hospital with the help of his wow. friends. So you know mm. he's fucking crazy because clearly he was crazy enough for you to reach out to me and tell me that you wanted to help me help him get some help. Right. So now you're on this post trying to pretend like you don't know he's crazy. Mm. it's the wow. weirdest thing I don't get it I don't get it I'm like you're really threatening my life when you're the one that messaged me and was like hey we need to get bro some help yeah right. and like, oh you, I you, tell you, you they be wrong after that like they be switching stories like I don't get it and yeah yes, that's like, and like you what know, you said like, you define and Kyle I admire you I really admire you Kyla for coming out like that because let me tell you one of the hardest things for me 
to have done and still to do. And it's not like I want to put all of my business out there. It's because of my children. I don't want them to get the negative impact of what the ugliness of what happened. You know what I'm saying? That's out there. And so I got to still keep that to myself because I'm not trying to damage the whole family. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. At the same time, I feel like if, but if that's your truth, you have to live it because I feel like when you keep it in, you're suffering in silence and then people don't understand and it can turn into other things like misplaced anger or bitterness or, you know, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And people will be Mm -hmm. like, well, why in the fuck are you like that? And they, they don't understand. And I feel like when you put it out there, they can understand why you are the way you are sometimes or they can understand what you've been through and i putting it out there i helped someone else later on down the line um that's right about five months later i get a message from a girl that i went to high school with she sends me a picture of my ex and another girl in the picture and she's like hey is this your ex-husband that you made the post about i'm like yeah and she had scratched the girl's face out because she didn't want me to see who the girl was. And she was like, um, this girl in the picture is a really good friend of mine. And I told her that the guy she's talking to looks familiar. And I told uh-huh. her, I think he's crazy because I think yeah. I remember seeing a post about him, but I wasn't yep. too sure. So I just wanted to make sure. So wow. she, I confirmed that that's my ex-husband. And she was like, yep. okay, I've been trying to tell her that this guy is fucking crazy and she needs to leave him alone. She has mm. a daughter that has mental disabilities and physical disabilities. And I don't want the, her, she has an older son too. And she was like, I don't want them to be subject to seeing those things that you described that he did to you. And she was like, those videos you posted, you know, he's crazy. So... Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up telling the girl, I was like, look, I'll send you, I was like, I have plenty of videos, pictures, everything. I was like, I'll send you whatever you need me to send you. Tell her, get the fuck away from him. Like he is dangerous. So she was like, okay, cool. So I actually sent her some more videos and pictures that I didn't post. And she sent it to the girl. And about a week later, I get this random friend request and I added it and something I just felt like it was the girl I never saw the girl's face so I don't know if it's her mm-hmm. I just felt in my heart that it was her yeah so I add her and then about a day after I add her she messages me and she's like hey I just want to tell you thank you for sending those pictures wow. to friends to send to me because wow. once I saw those videos and those pictures I, I couldn't don't... even believe that was the same man that was in my house she was like, I couldn't even believe that was the same man I had been talking to. And she was like, I just met his family. This was like right after Mother's Day. It was like probably a week wow. after Mother's Day. She was like, I just met his family for Mother's Day. And she was like, I couldn't even believe that was the same person. And she was like, that one video, because there there's this one video of him like beating on his chest like a fucking ape. And he's like laying in bed making this weird noise it's like this it's the weirdest fucking thing and she was like when i saw that video she was like that was when i was like okay that's it that's it it's time for me to go at my house when i saw that video but i didn't tell him because i didn't want him to like start tripping or whatever so she was like Mm -hmm. i waited until he left and when he left i like blocked him on everything 
And she was like, mm-hmm. I just want to tell you, thank you so much for saving my life. Because we was actually talking about moving in together. And I was like, girl, that's when everything would have went downhill. Because before we lived together, he was the best guy in the world. When we started mm-hmm. living together, that's when everything went All hell broke loose. Downhill. Wow. 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 Well, Kyla, let me tell you, I, I want to share this with you. I have come to grips with all the stuff that I have dealt with in mm-hmm. the, that relationship. And so I had to, I, I, I got therapy and everything too. My point is because my children are, I don't want my children to be put in the middle when she is like, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Mommy Dearest, but she's like a version of Mommy Dearest on steroids, okay? And because of the level of influence, she used the children as a weapon, okay? She used my kids as a weapon to try to wedge, you know, my love for them against me because, you know, the perception was I just left for no reason. So, like, I abandoned them, and that was BS. But bottom line is, my daughters were old enough and were able to have been able to realize that, you know, their poppy loves them no matter what. But it's just that I can't, there are certain things I cannot even tell my children about because if I were to do that, here's what would happen. It would eventually create animosity towards her. And I don't want my children to have animosity towards her. Because bottom line is what happened to between me and her is really what happened between me and her. And I don't need to have them carry that baggage. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you ever feel like, let me ask you a question. Do you ever feel like maybe sometimes they like, like, do you find yourself that you might act differently sometimes because of that situation? And do you ever feel like they feel they're, they're like questioning why though? Oh yeah, there's been times they've asked me some questions and I've given them an answer. The what the thing I have not done is I have not given them details like okay, you know, I caught her, you know, that kind of stuff. But bottom line is um I let them know that infidelity was a factor and I wasn't the one. Okay? So, like part of the demise of the relationship, okay. but there's been other stuff. There's been other stuff they seen like her wanting to fight me. They've they actually got in the middle of me and her because she was mad at me wanting to come at me and they trying to they trying to referee us okay and so they've they've witnessed that personally you know it's it's so much children in yeah. this situation like i don't have any kids but he had kids and me and his oldest daughter we were like this like, y'all were tight from day one she like clung to me as if i was wow. and that was like that was probably the hardest part was having mm-hmm. to let her go. Yeah. And, but I feel like she saw so much between me and him that I feel like she, even though she was only, I'm going to say she was like seven at the time. Wow. Um, but she understands. I she understands. Like she understand because there was yeah. so many times where she would be like, I don't want y'all to fight. Or she would be like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get mad. Like, yeah. she... So I feel like she understood enough to know why I had to go. Like, why yes. I can't be there anymore. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Yep. Like, y'all bringing up kids, it's like, how 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 is she going to tell me that she's going to kill our kid? 
Like, why are you bringing the kid into this situation? How are you going to tell me? Oh, my God. Point child, because just out of your act of frustration, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's another tactic. Like, I have yeah. been, I wouldn't even read too much into that. They say yeah. a lot of things. Like, I can remember at one point, he went on this rant about, because um, I was like, I was kind of at the point where I was like, okay, if, if we're getting married, you know, I want to settle down and have a kid and, you know, whatever. Um, he was like, why would you want to get pregnant? Why would you want to have a child? Um, I'm not even with my first two baby mamas. And you want to have a kid with me? And da, 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 like, I, he was angry. Like, he was pissed. And I was like, wow. okay, you're telling me you want to marry me, but you don't want to have a kid with me? like okay what's up like it was the weirdest thing he would just say the weirdest things and i like at this point now that i'm out of that situation it was all things to try to get a reaction out of me like there was plenty of times where because i wasn't giving him the attention he was looking for he would tell me things like oh i'm gonna go call my ex because you know she tells me what i want to hear she tells me what i want to hear she's a good person she tells me what i want to hear Okay, go call her because I'm. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm not about to tell you you're right just because that's what you want to hear. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 And Tyler, I just this topic right here. That that's like that's a that's a common narcissistic um, tactic. Is they call it triangulation, and that's yeah. when you put your partner against someone else and it could be a child of yours yep. or uh-huh. it could be mm-hmm. um, an ex typically it's an ex or it's somebody you're cheating on them with and like basically yeah. it's their way of planting those seeds in your head to make yeah. you want to go at that person and then on the back end they're doing the same thing with that person when they're with that person yep. like that person that oh I don't want so and so and they just won't leave me alone and da 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 and all this stuff mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a way to make y'all go back and forth at each other so that they can mm-hmm. keep going do what they want to do that way you yeah. never sit down and actually talk and have a conversation with each other and figure out what's really going on she yeah. never wanted to communicate. She never wanted to communicate. She didn't just never want to communicate. It's definitely I don't I don't know what causes narcissism. I wish I did. I I might want to do a study on that. Like well, when I was as a matter of fact trauma. Kyla, as a matter of fact, when we you first talked about um participating, my second topic Outside of tonight's topic, which was going to be investing in cryptocurrencies, my next topic was going to be about narcissism. Narcissism, because Kyla, I've actually been watching a lot of YouTube videos on all the different traits and elements. I got some content that I could share that people can learn about different types of narcissists. Okay. Oh my God, it's it's I crazy, but I'm just so glad. All. I'm so I glad that you're having this conversation. I know, right? And like, I feel like, fuck that show we had planned previously. We'll do that next week. Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, this might and it might be the vodka talking, but. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Okay. We keeping it real. But this is raw talk. Time. It's um, like I had another ex. We just dated. I think we dated for like maybe three or four years. 
this was like back around like 2010 um he was a narcissist but he wasn't as severe as my ex-husband but he now that I think about it he did the whole triangulation thing he was really good friends with a girl that I was friends with boyfriend if that makes sense okay mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it would be the four of us hanging out all the time but at some point I realized I really didn't like like this girl like that because she did like a lot of fucked up things to me so I really didn't want to be friends with her anymore and I remember telling mm-hmm. him that that I mm-hmm. didn't want to hang around with her anymore and he used that as a triangulation tactic and mm. put me and her against each other at one point Wow. Because he still wanted to continue to hang out with her. Now, later yeah. on, when me and her, like, when me and him broke up, he confessed to me that they slept together. Mm. Now, when he mm. confessed to me, now this is an example of a male and a female narcissist, because when he confessed to me that they slept together after we broke up or whatever, he came to my house, he cried, he did the whole, I'm sorry, I slept with your friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. I confront her about it. And she's like, that never happened. He's a liar. We never slept together. I'm like, why would he confess to a crime he didn't commit? Like, Right. Yeah, people just don't do that. So I'm like, at this point, I don't know who to believe. She's saying it never happened. And I know she's a fucked up individual and a liar. He's saying mm-hmm. it did happen, but I know he's a fucked up individual and a liar. So it's like at this point, I'm not sure what to do or what to believe. So yeah. um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to side with her, you know, girl power, whatever. So we end up going to his house. We end up uh, kicking in the door. We we took it. We took his microwave. I don't know what the fuck we was on. We, we was like, I don't know what we thought we was. We thought we was Charlie's angels. I don't know what was going on. So it was me, her, and there was a third friend there. We bought the microwave though, so it wasn't like we was taking some shit that like we didn't pay for. We bought the microwave right, for right. a housewarming gift. And yeah, yeah. so we show up there, we kick in the door, his roommate's sitting on the sofa, he's sitting in the on the sofa, he's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? So we go in, we grab the microwave, we pack the microwave up, me and her start fighting with him, like, it's this whole big deal. I get back home, later on that night, he calls my phone, and he's like, hey, put your phone on silent, I'm gonna prove to you that I wasn't lying. I'm like, okay. So I put my phone on silent. He calls her on three-way. She mm-hmm. answers. So he's like, hey, remember when we went to New Orleans for, um, it was like a national championship for the high school football team or whatever. And he's like, remember mm-hmm. we went down there and we was at the Superdome and we linked up and your brother was playing in the national championships and da da And then afterwards we hit Bourbon Street and we got fucked up. And then we went to the hotel room and X, Y, and Z happened. And she literally goes, oh, yeah, that did happen. We did sleep together. Mm. And I'm like, bitch. How about that? I just did. went to his house and stole his microwave. I'm like, bitch. I just did a B&E. <laughs> and you over here <laughs> admitting that the shit did fucking happen. I left both of them alone after that. I was like, fuck yeah, all this that shit. Boy. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't deal with it because that wasn't the first time she 
she had done some shit like that to me and mm-hmm. she had like I have a she really was a hater heart when I like love somebody when I care if yeah. for me to call you my friend I love you yeah yeah for me to yeah. give you that title as yeah. my friend I feel that, that. I, I feel you. that like yes. I will do anything for my friends I will kill for my yep. friends I will yep. hurt people for my friends that's I will me. Take my friends yep. in. I will take care of them. Yep. I want to see my friends win. I will put them in positions mm-hmm. to win. Like I am yep. a very loyal person. So yep. for me to call you a friend, that means I have a family kind of love for you. Yeah, and that's how I think too. When I met her, she was living in a group home, and she played off of my emotions for her situation. Uh-huh. We were both mm-hmm. going to the same college we were in two different majors but we was going to the same college and we kind of had like the Mm. same break period so that's how me and her met and Mm. she um she starts telling me her story about she's in a group home she got taken away from her family at 13 now she's 17 and she's in this group home I contract is I say contract but this dude that I would go to the studio with all the time me and him were just like cool I talk him into bringing me to go break her out of this group home because she's like on this whole they treat me so bad in there mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. deal they take away my phone they don't let me talk to my family they just treat me so bad in the group home like mm-hmm. I'm really feeling sorry for this girl so I'm like hey mm-hmm. we need to get her out of there it's like a couple months before her 18th birthday I'm like if we could get her on the run a couple of months before her 18th birthday then okay like let's do this like I feel bad for her so Mm -hmm. we do that we break her out the group home now we're on the run cause I'm like I'm an accomplice or whatever so I'm like (laughs) okay I'm with you like we're gonna stick together we didn't have anywhere to go I mean I could've left her back home at any time but she didn't have anywhere to go and I'm not that kind of friend if I'm with yeah. you, I'm with you. So okay, you yeah. in these streets, I'm in these streets. So let's let's figure out yeah. what we're gonna do from here. So I call in. Yeah. I call my ex boyfriend's brother. He's like, y'all could come stay here. That's fine. Whatever. So I call him. We go stay over there. Whatever. This bitch ends up fucking my ex boyfriend, knowing that I still have feelings for him. Wow. Like this is a conversation me and her have on a daily. But mind you she was also with the brother so like wow the whole start of the situation <laughs> was she was talking to the brother i was working on trying to get my relationship back with my ex right mm-hmm. so at some point the brother goes to jail he's in jail for like a week so while he's in jail she ends up fucking my ex so mm. After that situation, and this goes to this is where the narcissism kicks into play. She fucks my ex, and I'm pissed about it. And I'm like, I'm fixing mm-hmm. to go back home. So, mm-hmm. word travels through the house because we're not the only ones staying there. It's like me, her, and like three or four other dudes that's staying there. So, mm-hmm. word travels through the house that I'm packing and I'm making phone calls. I'm calling because I was living with my aunt at the time. So, I'm calling my aunt and I'm like, hey, I'm coming home. So word travels through the house and gets back to her that I'm leaving and I'm going back home. And she's like, oh, I think we need to talk about what happened. And um, 
I just want you to know that I didn't fuck him because I wanted to. I fucked him because oh. I wanted to prove to you that he wasn't shit. Bitch, how you, you didn't prove to me that you wasn't shit? Come on now. Look, and that's what my mind games. Like, Narcissists play it. mind I games. I didn't even want to fuck him. I didn't even want to fuck him. What, so he forced you to? No, I just didn't want to fuck him. Like, make it make sense. Like, what? Obviously, you did. You mm-hmm. like what you did. You did it for a reason. I don't yeah. get it. Like, and she really yeah. played off of that. She was like, I did it to prove to you that he's that's not a BS. good person. I'm yeah, like, that's BS. That's pure BS. You had to do that. I'm like, mind games. I'm telling you that it's like a pretend thing. Like you don't actually fuck him. Like it's like Mm -hmm. a I'm gonna set him up to see if he would do it. But I'm not actually going to do it. Like you actually had sex. I walked in on y'all having sex. Like I saw Mm. y'all having sex. So like, right. Okay, so there was that, yeah. and then the whole thing was they didn't want the brother to find out, right? So they was like, "Oh, he's getting out." The day he was getting out of jail, they was like, "He's coming home tonight." Um, nobody say <laughs> anything about everything that happened. Da-da-da. I'm like, "Fuck that! I'm a rebel." So I said, uh, "What the fuck happened?" So <laughs> the brother was like, "Oh, so that's that's what was going on while I was in jail." Okay, cool. So. He comes to me one night and he was like, and this is on some savage shit. I'm only going to repeat this one time and I'm never going to repeat it again. So the brother comes to me and the brother was like, I want to get her back. And he was like, this is what we going to do. He was like, I'm going to initiate X with her. And when I'm done with her, I'm going to call you into the room and I'm going to make her sit and watch. Oh, damn. Like, that must have fucked her mind up. When I tell you she was in that corner smoking that cigarette looking like a goddamn goldfish, <laughs> she was like... <laughs> she was smoking that motherfucker. Like, she smoked like a chimney. <laughs> Oh my god. But it's like she had to eat that shit because you started it. <laughs> she ain't had no choice but to eat that shit because you started it. And like what was actually cool about the whole situation though was I mean of course my ex my ex knew or whatever. And even he was like we yeah like we deserved that. Like he was like on yeah. some like we never fell out behind it. Now yeah them and her out of their relationship but oh that's over Mm. wow it was like I don't know someone dealing with heartbreak out there some dude yelling in the middle of the street talking about that bitch fucked my heart up oh no I guess Mm. we all going through it man it's it's that oh without question without question let me tell you it's a look this thing in this thing called life some of our experiences it's about lessons about how we need to handle ourselves. Look, it's about self-love and self-care. Do we love ourselves enough to either tolerate what's going on or to actually do something about it and be able to move on? And let me tell you, the most difficult thing I've ever had to do in my life was to actually cut somebody off 
and move on because like you, when you were saying, Kyla, when I love somebody, I'm loyal. It's like I'm all in. That's the kind of mindset I always had. So it's hard for me to separate. But when I do separate, trust me, that's it's over. It's a whole it's over. issue. To make yeah. me disconnect from you, that means you really had to do some something to me to make exactly. me disconnect. Exactly. Like you really exactly. had to do something. And I've yeah. always been like that. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think the purpose of life is? The purpose of life? That's a good question. I think everybody oh. has a different purpose. I think... Yep. Um, okay, if I had to really break it down, after going through my spiritual journey and finding who I am now, I've realized that really it's to be happy and to find some things that make you happy and to find your tribe, find your people. Like... A lot of people, I've lost a lot of friends now getting here, but I had to lose those friends because you can't bring everybody with you on your journey. Mm. What's meant for you is meant for that. You can't, you you can't take everybody along. And when you try to take everybody along, it takes you down. It will bring you down because you're carrying all this extra baggage. And whether you believe in a higher power or you believe in God or you believe in in divine um, divine intuition intervention yeah I don't whatever you believe in it's not meant for you to bring certain things certain people along on that journey it's evolution for a reason you have to shed that skin Mm -hmm. you have to shed those people that's powerful the same people that I thought were like or I loved like brothers and sisters 10 years ago they aren't here today I had to evolve and they, they eventually start showing themselves as you, I feel like if you're not shedding people along the way, you're not doing something right. That's right. You're not growing. As you grow and as you evolve, you start realizing, and it's not like any, it's not like I have any ill will towards these people. It's not any bad mm-hmm. because I've outgrown you as a person. There you go. And it's time there you for go. me to find a new tribe. It's time for me That's to right. those people I'm supposed to end this journey with. So mm-hmm. along the way, I've shed a lot of friendships. Just recently, my last recent loss, me and her were friends since my freshman year in high school. So that means me and her have been friends for almost 12, wow, long time. 12 or 13 yeah. years now. You know, mm. She just wasn't growing. She wasn't growing. And over the years, she's been showing that she was jealous of my growth. And if mm. I would have stopped my growth to still be friends with her, I wouldn't be who I am right now. Uh, I would still right. back with her. And it's no ill will towards her. I just had to let that go. I had to let it shed. And mm. it's unfortunate that it had to get to the point where we, we actually physically exchanged blows and started fighting each other, but she put her hands on me first. So... Right. <laughs> you had to finish it. So, <laughs> but... Tyler's a beast, boy. I'm very I'm very gentle. That's the thing. That's why people be like, when, I'm, when I say that I fight people, people be like, 
you fight like I'm very like easy going very gentle but if you do me something and I've always been like that even in school whenever I would get in fights in school as soon as they would call my dad to come in the office and my dad would get there he'd be like okay what did they do her because for her to put her hands on somebody they had yeah. to do her something like yeah for her to they crossed the boundary like that they had to do her something so yeah it's unfortunate that it got to that place because I did have a lot of love for this girl because she was my friend for so many years. But yeah. I had to realize that little by little she was showing me her insecurities and her if I yep. stopped what I was doing and in my greatness and walking in my light to still be friends with her, I'd be stuck wherever she's stuck at. Like and it just right. wasn't working, you know. And I feel like the whole purpose of life is to evolve and learn these lessons like what you're going through right now it's all it seems like it's fucked up and it's just like it seems like why me but in the end it's teaching you a lesson it's teaching and it's you also making you a better you it's making you a different you a better you and it's teaching you how mm-hmm. to look out for certain things like along that's my right learned that i have um i have a very healing energy so people mm. tend to gravitate towards me that are hurt or that mm-hmm. or um what do you like hurt or they're bitter or they have like internalized mm-hmm. issues those type of people tend to gravitate to me because I have a healing energy so at one point I was like damn I always attract fucked up people but it's because they <laughs> sense that healing energy in me. They don't know mm-hmm. that they're fucked up and that they're seeking a healing energy. They just know mm-hmm. that I have something in me that they want to cling to. And that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Like people tend, I don't know. Like I could be sitting at the library and a random person will come sit down and start telling me like, their their mm-hmm. problems. They'll just randomly their life story, yeah. Telling me <laughs> what they're going through, and I've always been like, why? Like, why do random people just disclose yeah. all of their life information? <laughs> but that's because that's my that's my purpose. That's my power. That's, that's your energy. Yeah, that I was given was yeah to be able to heal people, and my lessons along the way have taught me how to um decipher which people are worth healing and which people I need to leave alone because they're not they don't even realize they're seeking a healer at this it's point. It's unhealthy. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. That's powerful stuff, girl. Wow. But hey, it was good talking to you. I haven't ate all day, so I'm gonna go grab something for Oh I'm yeah, definitely. Go, go get something to eat. Man, it was truly a pleasure, man. What's your name again? It was Ray. My no my, my name's Julian. Julian. Oh, Julian. Thank okay. you, Julian, for coming on. Julian, man. You're very much grateful. love, Julian, man. You do it, this man. This is a good conversation. My hat's off to you, bro. Here and had that talk with us. Go get you something. Absolutely. Good too. For sure. I, I, I gave you a phone, so I plan on talking to you again. You have a good one. I wish both of you guys the best. Oh, definitely. Much love, Julian. Love, man. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Good thank night. You. you. You be safe. Take care, man. You too, man. Thank you so much. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed that one. Kyla, oh my God. Kyla, let me tell you. What's so funny is the the topic that your friend was going to bring up, the thing that came to my mind when you asked the question, why do friends um, 
um, you know, kind of like sort of like, you know, let go and separate after a while. They're not in your corner. That's because they're not your friends in the first place. And that was going to lead. I was going to lead into the whole thing about this whole thing about codependency and narcissism. That's what it was going to eventually get to. That's what I was leading to. Um, that's where my mind was going. This is where, and I'm glad you brought that up because we can kind of like segue into that for a little bit and then we can like, we could end this um, podcast, but sure. I'm, I'm going to say this. My standpoint on the why friends don't stick around when times get tough is that um, I've learned, I used to be that friend that was like, no matter what, I'm there for you. If you need a shooter, I'm there for you. If you need this, that, uh, I'm there for you. Like, I used to be that friend that was there for everybody. But mm-hmm. it gets draining. And it gets tiring. Mm. And yes. you have those people who aren't doing anything to get out of their situation. It's mm. one thing if, I and I say this, this is my rule of thumb now. If you tell me about a problem and we're friends, I consider you a friend. I love you. If you tell me you have a problem with something and I give you a solution or we discuss a solution and we decide, okay, this is how we're going to solve this problem. I'm only interested in hearing that problem once or twice. After that (laughs) second time, if we're still having that, that problem a third time, you yeah. in in that situation and I don't want to absolutely 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 a lot of people be like oh that's not a good friend that's not a good friend I hmm. feel how you want to feel about it it's dream. yeah especially for absolutely who has a a healing energy like I do or someone mm-hmm. who's an empath or someone yes. who feels for other people in the way that I yes. do Yes. It's very draining. Very draining. Absolutely. And I, I agree. People realize that having someone, hold on, someone else wants to come on. I'm I'm gonna accept it, okay? Okay. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's your name yeah. and where you from? What's going on? Kylo. And this is Wes. Uh, yeah. How you doing? My name is Kylo. Oh, I think he had a bad connection. Okay, so yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a really... It's stressful. It's, you, it's When you said draining, that is so true because I can relate to that part because when... I have always been that the friend that always went above and beyond to do for others. And, but that goes back to how I was brought up. I know for me, being brought up, my mother is somebody who always did for everybody. She always took care of everybody. And that's how I, I naturally got that from her. So what I did as a friend I always went all out and was always there. But the thing that happened over time is when I noticed that nothing was reciprocating, it's like, wait, I'm giving and I'm putting out, but I'm not getting anything back? Definitely. Something's wrong with that picture. 
my something's whole, wrong with that picture. Something got to change. My whole thing is, I'm I'm the type of friend. If you call me and tell me that your your man beating your ass, you better make sure I'm the one you want to call. Because if you asking me to pull up, I'm coming with that. You tweet. pulling up? I'm That's pulling what I'm up, talking about. And I got receipts. <laughs> and you can ask any of my friends. I'm pulling up, and <laughs> he better be ghost by the time I get there, or it's gonna be a whole shootout in that motherfucker. Because I'm not playing. Yeah, I know that's like I don't play behind my people. That's why I'm I'm very picky and choosy nowadays with who I call a friend. Because for yeah. me to call you a friend, I love you. I love yes. you a lot. And mm. for me to sit there and listen to your problems, I love you a whole lot. And mm. what, like I said, if I hear it, I've learned because I used to be that friend that used to be like, oh, okay, every time you're on the phone, you got a problem. Every time you're on, and it's the same problem. Oh, we got an <laughs> issue now because now you're wasting my time. Yeah, I've heard this story exactly. Like, I'm yeah. tired of hearing it. It's draining. Exactly. It's draining. Exactly. Now you use it. Exactly. You're using my energy. You're abusing my friendship. Either Absolutely. you're going to fix this or I'm not interested in hearing it no more. And you could get mad. And I don't have, nowadays, yeah. I don't have a problem telling my friends that. Mm -hmm. I do not. And, I have a friend and, that keeps going through shit with her children. They're older and they're, you know, they're kind of verbally and mentally abusive to her. Yeah. I'm not interested in hearing that issue more than once. Um, it then got to the point where it's been two, three years now, and it's the same thing. I don't already Sorry. Told you what I would do. Gotta go. With me, you haven't done it. I don't want to hear it no mm. more. I yeah. don't want to hear it no more. You like being yeah. in this situation. You like going through what you're going through. You're addicted to the toxicity. <laughs> you're addicted yes. to the toxicity. Like you're addicted to that situation and until you're dysfunction. able to face that that's what you like and you like going through that and there's some mm -hmm. part, sick part of you that is addicted to that then you're not mm -hmm. going to go anywhere and you're not fixing to waste my time listening to that at exactly all. and I think and I, and I think people have a tendency to use the term friend loosely because to really define a true friend a true friend is somebody that has unconditional love for you and what i'm what that means is they trust you they respect you and no matter what they are always going to be in your corner because they just have unconditioned there's no conditions to that relationship it's like they they ain't got nothing they don't have anything vested in whatever it is that you're doing they just care about you period and there are they are far and few in between because Kyla, am I, if I'm to tell you that I had a lot of good friends in my life, I would be lying to you. I don't okay? have a whole lot of friends anymore. Like I, I have acquaintances. I have a lot of people I consider acquaintances. Yeah. I don't think I have very many people I would consider a friend anymore. Because mm -hmm. to be a true friend, they have to have access to you. Yep. 24 7 almost. And the other thing, and the other thing I learned about me though, and here's here's the lesson that I've learned in my past um, dysfunctional relationship. This is the the marriage, the 17 year marriage. I gave my power away. Okay. That's another aspect of me that I had to um, grow and mature from. 
I gave all of my power away. And when I did all of that, I was nobody. I was like, all of my egos, I didn't have any ego anyway. It was just like, I was, again, it was not about me. It was all about them, whatever they wanted. I just tried to cater to whatever their needs were, thinking that eventually that would materialize into some form of happiness. That never happened. That never happened. Honestly... I feel like that's why certain people just learn. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that everybody is like that, like how I am. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some people out there that never really gave a fuck about you. So that's why mm-hmm. they're not cool yep. with you anymore or whatever, you know? Yep. But exactly. From I'm just speaking from my standpoint. Yep. Mm-hmm. My standpoint is if I don't fuck with you when you going through some shit, it's because you probably been going through that shit for a long time and I've been telling you to fix this. And actually, um, one of my one of my friends in my life that taught me that lesson, um, we went to Vegas together. I was taking her on, I was on a, um, a tour. I was doing a modeling tour in Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. I took her with me. And uh, you know who I'm talking about, Wes. Okay. And I took her with me and she didn't book a whole lot of shoots on that trip. So I was okay. like, hey, let me help you book some uh-huh. shoots. Now, she don't know that I actually took money out of my own mouth to make sure she had a booking. Wow. So I had a booking schedule with a sketch artist. He wanted to do, yeah. told me he wanted to do two sketches of me. Mm-hmm. Um when she confided in me that she had to borrow money to come on the trip so she was already in the hole to come on mm-hmm. the, to come on tour with me um yeah. i was like let me see what i can do i'm gonna try to get you some work so i ended up yeah. hitting a sketch artist that i had booked to pose for and yeah um i told him hey i have another model on tour with me she needs some more work do you think you can book her and he was like to be honest, I only have enough money to cover your fee. And I mm-hmm. was like, okay, what if I agree to give her half of my fee? That way you don't come out any money and you just mm-hmm. get to work or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, okay, that could work. So I took a pay cut. Wow. I took a $125 or $150 pay cut. Mm. So that she could have more money on her trip. Because I think she only booked like Mm -hmm. one or two shoots. So, and then those one or two shoots was only enough to pay back whatever she borrowed to come. So, I took a pay cut so that she Mm. could have money. I didn't tell her that. I did not tell her that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting the money or whatever. Like that, that it was my money. I didn't tell her that. I just told her he agreed to book you. So, um, on the way to the shoot, she's complaining. She's like, I'm hungry. I want to stop and do this. I'm like, well, if we stop, we're going to be late. And Mm -hmm. she was like, okay, well, um, I I didn't book enough shoots and I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, have you tried this? Like, have you tried using this website? Because sometimes mm-hmm. when I can't book work on Model Mayhem, I'm able to book mm-hmm. work on this website. Yeah. I'm like, try this. Let me see how you're responding to people because I know she can come off like very, yep. very harsh. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. I'm like, let me see what you're doing. Let me see what I can tweak what you're like doing wrong when you're responding to photographers. Let me see what's going on. I'm trying to help her. And yeah. she literally stops me and goes, Kyla, sometimes when I complain, it's not because I want a solution. Mm. And I was like, what? Wow. And wow. She was like, every time I say something's wrong, you try to fix it. And mm. sometimes when people complain, it's not because they actually want a solution. Sometimes I just want to vent. Mm, okay. And at that point, that's when I realized some people will just use your energy. Because that's right. you don't mind using my energy to listen to you complain and spew all yeah. this negative shit. Exactly. But you don't want to fix the negative shit that you're complaining about. Make that that's right. Yeah. That don't make yep. sense to me. So at that <laughs> point, that's when I realized, okay. This is not going to work. Me and her can't be it's friends. It's a waste of your money and time and energy. Right. We're, we can't be friends and this is not going to work because I'm only interested in hearing the same problem, like I said, once or twice. After that mm -hmm. second time, either you're like her and you just like to complain or mm -hmm. like the situation that you're in. So I'm yeah. not about to sit there and play with you like as if you're not about to use my energy in that way period yeah you just not mm -hmm. you're not about right. to use my energy and like that oh you just want to complain well call somebody who likes to hear you complain because i don't like hearing exactly yeah. i do not want to yeah. have that's too wow. much negative energy you asking me to take mm -hmm. it on because transference yeah. of energy is real if you've ever yes. been in a good mood and you get around somebody who's in a fucked up mood they will put you in a fucked up mood because they don't suck all the good energy out of you. They don't sit there and they don't complain and vent it. And now they walking away feeling like they on top of the world with a little halo. Yeah. And you over there feeling like, damn, I'm tired. I'm just going to go sit in yep. the dark and take a nap or I'm just. That's Absolutely. They have sucked everything you every, out of Every you. bit of positive energy they bring you down. Yeah. That, and I'm, I've been not, there. I'm not about to give you my energy in that way at all. Exactly. Especially now that I figured out that I have a white light. I have a teaching and a healing energy. And that's mm. why I attract people like that. And they don't, mm -hmm. like, like I said, they don't realize that they're seeking me because they're fucked up. Some may, but majority yeah. of them probably don't. Because if that was the mm -hmm. case, then they would be on a healing journey and they're not. So absolutely, um, the, I, I have to as a empath, as a healer, as a teacher, I have to preemptively strike. I have to preemptively be like, oh, okay, they trying to drain me. I need to get the mm -hmm. fuck away. And as a friend, that mm -hmm. gave me a reason why I would disappear on you while you're in a tough time. Mm. That's deep. That's powerful. Wow. Uh, Kyla, I have so much admiration for witnessing you growing, okay? Since I met you, okay? You are a beast. You are doing your thing. You have become so focused on where you're headed. You are guarding your happiness 
You are not tolerating BS. You are doing your thing, my sister. And I am truly appreciative of you and your time and your talent. You're beautiful. You're doing your thing. Look, I just I just want to commend you, my friend. I really do. Thank you, Wes. You're doing well, and um, you're a success in my in my eyes. I, I, that might not mean much to anybody, but I'm just saying, I got much admiration for you for your journey, my sister. And please don't let nobody bring you down. Please do not. <laughs> I refuse. I feel like going through everything that I've been through, though, has taught me a whole lot about... Because um, surprisingly enough, even being in a narcissistic relationship, I didn't... My, my self-worth within myself, I feel like didn't waver. Like, I still felt like I was pretty. I still felt like I looked good. Like... He, he, but he would try everything to try to make me feel like I was ugly or try to make you me were feel like than. I was less than. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't work. Like, it would aggravate, it would get under his skin when I would be like, okay, you could call me ugly as many times as you want, or you could tell me I'm not as cute as I think I am as many times as you want. I still feel like I'm the shit and that's not going to change that. And that is like one of the things I held on to in that relationship. And then that's beautiful. in my daily affirmations, like I did um, what they would call word magic because I mm. would like, I would get a piece of paper every day. It would be a brand new piece of paper every day. And I would write everything I was planning to do within the next year on that piece of paper. And I've done all of them. I was like, I was like, I'm going to, because, you know, I had stopped modeling when I was with him. So I was like, I'm going to jump back into the model. I didn't notice you slowing down. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to, um, I'm going to get my own place. I'm going to get away from him. I'm going to rebuild myself. I'm going to rebrand myself. I'm going to, you know, like all of this stuff and literally all of those things I did. I was like, I'm going to start new businesses. I'm going to have other Mm. businesses. Besides my modeling, I, I literally hit all of those milestones and I would write that shit out every day. Every day. That's amazing. Write, and then I would put like hearts, like big ass hearts around everything. And wow. like everything happened. Everything happened. Wow. I even wrote, I was like, I want to do more acting jobs. Like, I want to yeah. be in more. Because I did happen, a lot of background work <laughs> back then, but it wasn't as uh-huh. much as I'm getting now. I'm getting yeah. a lot of background work now. And That's even awesome. if I came to being on um, P Valley, if I would have been mm. 30 minutes, I was 30 minutes late just because of the time difference. And I have to like, That's okay. I have to note to myself to keep that in mind. I was like yeah. 30 minutes late because of the time difference in submitting um, my, my, um, my audition tape because I made it past round one for P Valley. And yeah. then they sent me an email and told me I made it to round two and that I needed to send in an audition tape and um, my audition reel with my poll or whatever. Yeah. So I, I got, all, got all of it together and I really thought I made the submission. And then I realized in the email it said Eastern time. So it put me like 30 minutes late for when I submitted. Oh, wow. And I was like, it's okay because I'm a speaking to you. It's going to be a season three, and I'm going to try again for season three. And you're going to get it. 
You're going to get it. It's a done deal. Look, what is for you in the universe? Kyla, you create your reality. You create your future. I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, I, you know, I just believe that whatever you put your mind to doing, you can achieve it. I really believe in that. And um, um, I'm going to be able to speak to that on, you know, when we talk about the topic of investing and I can talk about some of my experiences that I've, that I've, some of the things I've experienced in investing before I even got into cryptocurrencies. But yeah, girl, all I could tell you is I'm really excited about the future because I believe that as long as I maintain my power and I don't give it away to nobody and I focus on my happiness, my peace of mind and the possibilities that I have, because as a human being, I believe we all possess unlimited potential and what unlimited potential means is like there is no limit to what you can do you the one that determines how high you're gonna go wherever you're gonna go you've got the power it's all in your hands and um it's about being in that zone girl creating your future creating your happiness and um yeah that's that's what it's all about my friend Definitely. I definitely agree. And on that note, we are going to end this live podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into the Bare Bones podcast. I want to say thank you to our special guest, Wes, for tuning in tonight. Thank you, Carla. I appreciate you. With us. I want to say thank you to our um, viewer and our guest speaker. Um, I'm really glad that he Julie. brought that topic. Yes. Um, thank you so much, Julian. And um, good night, and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Take care, sweetie. Thank you so much for the opportunity. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. You take care now. Bye-bye.